Good morning. I'm Washington Post national reporter Elise Vibeck filling in for James Homan. James is on vacation this week, but I'll be here instead keeping you updated on the day's top news stories. Here's what you need to know for Wednesday, August 30th. Hurricane Harvey is officially one of the most extreme weather events in U.S. history after dropping 50 inches of rain on East Houston, the greatest amount ever recorded in the mainland United States. As rain continued to batter the region on Tuesday, officials said as much as 30 percent of Harris County, home to Houston, was underwater, and that one of two major flood control reservoirs in the Houston area spilled over for the first time in history. ExxonMobil, meanwhile, acknowledged that the hurricane damaged two of its refineries, causing the release of hazardous pollutants and producing a noxious chemical smell in the area. The storm has killed at least 11 people, including a veteran Houston police officer, and left thousands in temporary shelters. The Pentagon said up to 30,000 more National Guardsmen could be deployed to assist local responders. The recovery in South Texas could take years, according to authorities. As the storm continued to drench the region on Tuesday, President Trump visited Corpus Christi to survey the damage and meet with emergency personnel. The visit came on the 12th anniversary of Hurricane Katrina making landfall in Louisiana, a poignant reminder of the Gulf region's profound struggle with natural disasters. Speaking at a Corpus Christi firehouse, Trump said he wants to, quote, do it better than ever before, referring to the recovery effort. He noticed a crowd of about 1,000 people as he exited the building and remarked, what a crowd, what a turnout. In other White House news, Trump said Tuesday that all options are on the table after North Korea launched a missile over Japan into the Pacific Ocean. The statement was notably measured in contrast to Trump's response to previous North Korean missile tests. In one case, he promised fire and fury if the isolated nation continued to provoke the United States. As Trump faces the possibility of further escalation from North Korea, rifts between him and some of his senior administration officials are becoming obvious. National Economic Council Director Gary Cohn and Secretary of State Rex Tillerson have worked to distance themselves from Trump in the wake of his widely criticized response to the white nationalist march in Charlottesville, Virginia, earlier this month. This is just one of the many challenges currently facing the president. His public approval rating is another. A new poll from the Pew Research Center found that only about one in six voters say they like the way Trump has conducted himself as president. Even among Republicans and GOP-leaning voters, just 34 percent like Trump's conduct, and a plurality of 46 percent say they have mixed feelings. We'll be following all the news here and overseas at WashingtonPost.com. I'm Elise Vibeck, and I'll be back here tomorrow with more news to keep you in the know. And one more thing before I go. The Capital Weather Gang, your inside scoop on weather in the D.C. area and beyond, is now available as a flash briefing on your Amazon Echo. Add it to your flash briefings in the app or tell your Echo device to install Capital Weather Gang to get the latest D.C. forecasts every weekday. Thanks for listening.